time. How did we end up making the same noise? I don't know. We must be very attuned to think, one another. Do you think that this time <laughs> where we're the only people we've seen <laughs> for months and months at a time, yeah. do you think it's brought us closer together? Yes. I think so too, actually. Yes. Yeah. I mean... Um, the word codependent comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we barely knew each other before quarantine. <laughs> we, are, we have an arranged marriage. Yeah. Our two families put uh, this together. Yeah. So, guys, welcome to the Stay of Homekins podcast. This is your after dinner podcast. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. My name is Janie Haddad. Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. And we are a married couple living in Los Angeles. And this is our life. <laughs> <laughs> I got my weekend water. I got my Tito's tonight. Got you my, got your um, usual wine. Usual wines. Thank you, usual wines. Thank you, usual wines. One of our sponsors, guys, get $8 off. Um, yeah. Just get $8 off. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Those usual wines people, they're on top of it because I this is my second order from usual. Mm-hmm. Tried to use our code again. Didn't you know, work. I should set up an account so that I could Don't say this double on dip. the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically after our date night, which where we have dinner at home, we just mm-hmm. sit and talk. And life's a little weird still. I don't know. We've so been seeing, seeing more people. Yes, we've been seeing more people. I, yesterday, did two gigs in studios. I mean, that is like wild. It felt, it made me wild. so happy, I have to say. I really was, I, when I was thinking about it before, like months ago, I was like, when am I going to be ready to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I really I really did imagine like, yeah. I'm going to take it really slow and all this shit. But It's just to rip the band off. So, band off? Rip, rip the, the band, band off. off. <laughs> we got to rip off the band and do our own version of the weight. <laughs> oh, that reminds we'll do me of that metric. documentary that do- Robbie, Robbie. I know. Okay. Um, but I, I, I think after the vaccine, that really... Made the the reality of that made me feel a lot differently about. We things. are fortunate. Not everyone who's listening has probably, depending on where you are in the world and mm-hmm. availability, we are fortunate that we have been uh, able to be fully vaccinated. Yes. Where we are in California, yes, and so, we're very grateful for that. Yeah, and so yeah, it's just it's uh, I'm I'm in a different plate headspace with it than you, yeah. I think, because we were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm having this um, kind of grief mm-hmm. over pandemic life. Yeah, all I wanted the whole time was to get back to normal, get out and do stuff. Yeah, and now it's starting, and but it hasn't fully cranked up though. By the way, no, it hasn't. No, Here's like the I- last uh, I had a callback last weekend and it was zoom yeah it was zoom so yeah, yeah it's yeah. still yeah here's what what you were gonna say I mean, well i i think that f- i went through the same thing and i think what it was was that like early on like the first thing that i had to do for work or something like the first obligation that i had mm-hmm. seemed like such a huge thing you know it was like yeah. now you're allowed to do this mm-hmm. and it seemed like a huge thing and i think there was that a sort of dread of i don't 
I don't know how I manage all these things that I used to do. How do I do it? You know? I mean, I feel like you're back, baby. Like I, you I are kind back. of feel that way. You're I, like on. The you're, last you couple days, in, yeah. yeah, I've been going back to the gym and, and been working on stuff and, and creatively I feel good. And, yeah. you know, it's been uh, it, like I, so the two things I did yesterday, uh, two podcasts, I did um, this one. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet because I don't know if it's been publicized yet. Um, but as an old friend of mine, his son is now a grown up, like a young man. <laughs> That's fun when that um, happens. And he wrote this thing. Yeah. Um, and it's really funny. And Evan Schletter, my dear friend, did the music for it. And, and longtime so, collaborator. Longtime collaborator. Yeah. Once in future collaborator. Yes. And yes. So I went in there and I was feeling kind of anxious about it because I, I put off my homework of learning the songs until the last minute. Okay. And so. Thankfully, many of them were very simple. I'm, I'm, I'm a fairly quick study, you know, um, but one was very elaborate and I was a little nervous about that. I was uh-huh. like, I don't want to let people down. And, you know, I'm trying not to beat myself up for putting this off to the last minute because, mm-hmm. well, there's nothing I can do about that now. You know, the best I can do is try to do as good a job Be as I can. in that moment. Yeah, and know that it's built in that there's going to be multiple takes. I'm not going to, even if I knew it by heart, I'm not going to nail it you know, right. the first time. So, uh, the, the big song was also a duet with Stephanie Courtney, who I met years ago on Mr. Show and we've improvised together many times. And I was very excited. I met her once. I think she's really cool. She's Stephanie is like, she's such a nice person and she's hilarious. She's really talented. People may not know that she plays flow in the progressive ads. Yeah. But like, it's so wild that flow that flow gig, I guess, yeah. has been this iconic mainstay of. There, it's been years. I'm pleased. It's been years. I, I'm pleased for her and hope, hope that she's pleased with that that yeah feature of her career yes. or that corner of her career. Yeah, I because hope so. she is a very <laughs> funny and talented uh, improviser Absolutely. and actor, but like. And I think they utilize her that way Absolutely. in the, in the um, ads. Yeah. Like when they were doing those ads where she was playing, playing all different the people. Car- she was playing like her uncle yeah. and her cousin. She and- was doing a clumps, let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I, and she like, she's good in them. Yeah, she's great. And do you know when this project that you just recorded on, when it will be out? I think later in the summer, maybe August. Okay. But, so we can announce it then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got... So we had to do this song together and it's an extremely, it's such a funny song. It's about. <laughs> Don't spoil now. It's not a big spoiler. Okay. It's about falling in love with the DMV. Okay. That's cute. And so we're seeing this and it's extremely silly. Like Eben, it's, it's like, it's so, it's so perfectly him and what he does. Um, and we were, so we did multiple takes of it and we were trying different things and everything. And then I had to leave, but I could have, I could have done it like a hundred more times. That's really It was fun. so much fun. And then I went to Comedy Bang Bang at Earwolf, the uh-huh. in studio, first time in studio since this all, everything closed down. And they had a guest drop out. So there was no, um, like, uh, real person. Okay. It was it was three of us all doing characters with Scott. Okay, and it was it was chaotic off the, ra- off and, the rails. Yes, it was off the rails <laughs> immediately. I wonder if y'all are going to tour like 
Oh, y'all, man. y'all were in the middle of your comedy bang bang tour when some of this, or you weren't in the middle no, of it. It was it, sort of like it, an ongoing. Yeah, I think we were planning dates. I think I we, you I were think planning we had Arizona. Dates for the summer. You, you were supposed to go yes, to Arizona in we the had, summer. We had dates for the summer, and then it became very obvious that that was not going to happen. Um, last summer, of course. Um, 2020. But, you know, Lauren just announced that she is expecting a baby. She's going to have a baby next or in July. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, obviously, things are going to be on hold for a while. I don't know. I mean, unless someone touring with fills a baby. In. I yeah. I mean, it could be. Yeah. But who's the best plenty util- of people. utility? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot discuss that on the podcast. Paul, Lauren. Okay. Paul and Lauren. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking about that the other day and it was that was so much fun. We had such a good time mm-hmm. on those tours. We had a great time. And I that's loved what, the that's tour. What freedom came I out loved of. the tour because, because like the we now the significant others didn't tour with y'all, but we no. would drop in on the like you would have like holdover nights, yeah, and we would drop in like Vancouver or yeah, Scott, New York City. Scott managed that very well. Yeah, he did. And he he built in into the big tour that we did. He built in. Um, a couple of days off on Y'all either really side tired of when we were in New York after that tour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, we were exhausted. <laughs> it was crazy. We did a lot. We did a lot of shows. You did like twenty eight shows in twenty eight days or something. Well, crazy. We were, and we were doing two shows a night most places. Yeah, you know, it was wild. Yeah, but it was it was so much fun. It, it was, was so really much fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that y'all get to do that again. I, I, hope so. I understand like things. We don't know what's going to happen with anything. Life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard that. Did you hear from me? So wait, the it's life is what's happening when you're busy making plans? No. Life, life is, is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. What? So you're thinking, here's what I'm going to do. And then life is like, no, here's what's happening. What? Yeah, because you can you can imagine all these things you're going to do, but you can't control. So the everything. idea is that you have no control. Yeah, you're powerless. <laughs> oh, okay, so I thought the saying meant like you're making plans, but you're not paying attention in the moment because you're thinking of the future. That's what I thought it meant. I think that's in there too. So, and they're like, you think you're making all these fun plans, but you're not noticing the fun that you're having. Making plans? I think so. I think it's more like I think it's more like you have to you have to be in the moment you because surrender. you're not in control. You have to, you have surrender. to surrender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's fucking heavy as shit. Can we talk about that? We saw that trailer for that Beatles movie that Peter Jackson directed. Oh that documentary. My God. And now my favorite Beatles album is "Let It Be." I think mine is also "Let It Be," but. I have some affection for Abbey Road. I'm, I'm Absolutely. No, look, the, the Beatles are good. But Let It Be is very raw, and it's like mm-hmm. it's their last album together um, that they, I think, technically. And I've got a feeling Abbey it's Road one of my favorite. I've got a feeling it's one of my favorite songs ever. Love that song. Love it. But that, but the, I remember watching the documentary Let It Be, and it seemed very much like here are these guys who don't like each other anymore. And that are about to break up. Wait, what know? was the documentary Let It Be? It was about the making of the album. How did I not see that one? I don't know. That was an art house staple when I was a kid. When but it was like their final, it was their final album and they were in kind of like, they were yes. in sort of a state then. Yes, absolutely. Because they do cover that in the anthology, right? Cause it leads, yeah, Because the anthology goes all the way up to, to that, but to here's the rooftop. What's, what's so wild is... 
seeing the trailer for the Peter Jackson movie, it's the same album. But there's making. moments of joy. They're they're like laughing and goofing around. They're obviously so much. like family. It's yeah. so wild. And it's like the synergy. They, they really it really shows you how narratives are controlled mm-hmm. by filmmakers. I'm sure it was I don't I'm sure it's probably even like uncapturable. Like yeah. they're like the dynamic. Like yeah. it's probably like the most complicated you know, what they went through together and like the yeah. creative juice they had together, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I have so much like affection for the Beatles, so yeah, I'm pretty much lo- and obviously Peter Jackson is amazing. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it, seeing that. Well, that was on Disney Plus. It was like an extended sneak peek. Yeah, but it's going to be in theaters, right? Like I think that I they mean, said that, it's going to be in theaters. Is it? I think so. I don't think it's just streaming. I think it's going to be in theaters. We should see that one in the theater. We should. We haven't honey. been to see a movie in the theater and. What? Like that's not a thing that I have missed that much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. I, I would also well, say because we don't go we don't go to the movies that often because it really is like there's a lot of things where you say it's not worth it. Like Well, also wait, remember when I, I bought us that giant TV in twenty sixteen? <laughs> yeah. So okay guys. Do y'all remember the 2016 election? <laughs> Do y'all remember that? Because, um, okay, so this is funny. Um, we were like, I was like, we're going to have a party. We're going to have a party, um, an election party to, to celebrate the first woman <laughs> ever elected to the presidency in the United States, like this is a fucking historic monumental night. I got all this fried chicken, y'all. I made, oh, uh, I think I made that coleslaw, that secret recipe I'm not allowed to have that my friend <laughs> gave me and swore me to see. I made all this stuff for this party. I don't think I know this coleslaw story. Oh, do you, you don't have, know about the you, coleslaw? Can you tell me on mic or do you have to tell me off mic? No, it's just that, uh, like, okay, so, like, Matt Saunders had this um, amazing coleslaw. <laughs> and I was like, I want the recipe. And he was uh-huh. like, he was like, I can't give you the recipe because, um, like, my mom will kill me or something. And I was like, what? Like, I really want the recipe. Like, I want to make this coleslaw. Right. And, like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, do you swear? Like, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you swear, like, you won't share it, the mm-hmm. recipe? And I was like, all right, yeah. And so he did give it to me. But now, listen, if you know Matt's mom, <laughs> don't tell her. If you're listening to this and you know Matt's mom, don't be a snitch. I mean, so I was, so so we had this party, and Paul was like asked last minute to do TV or something. Yes, it was at midnight, and they, it was a uh, live. I wish show. you had not done that because me too. It was a live show. Also, by the way, I was having a party. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was like I was gonna because the thing tapes early, so I was gonna be like it, it broadcasts early, so I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna get home in plenty of time to have fun with everybody. And as we were doing the show, we're on live television. It's a comedy show. We're supposed to be making jokes and everything. It becomes apparent that Hillary Clinton is not going to win and the other person is going to win. What is so funny about all of this in retrospect is 
there were like maybe three people in my life that were like, I don't think she's going to win. And I was like, no, you guys are crazy. Like, (laughs) no way. Like, he's not popular. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't think so, y'all. Like... According to the vote, that turns out not to be true. That turns out to be true. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, and, and and they're like, I don't know. Like, you're in this liberal bubble, and I was like, I am in a liberal bubble, but I have the internet, and I get <laughs> like other people's things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, whatever. And I was like, I don't think so. It's not. He doesn't. No, it's not in the bag. And I just was like, literally. I guess I was convinced, but that week was a, well, like leading up to it was a little weird because my birthday, on my birthday, mm-hmm. that fucking Comey dude <laughs> came out on my fucking birthday, man, on my birthday that year. And he was like, we're opening this investigation. And I'm like, you piece of shit. Like, you're not even supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to announce these things. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? And and then I was like, that Anthony Weiner, <laughs> what's his name? Weiner, Weiner? Weiner, yeah. Yeah. That guy, dude, he's a, he fucked up so much shit. That guy, he fucked man, up some- oh, man. That guy, uh, like, oh, he, he. Fucked himself up so badly. Here's where I get mad with like people who are like, oh, you know, you're always trying to like cancel people on Republicans for their bad behavior, but you don't get rid of like your own people. And it's like, no, we do. We do. Yeah. (laughs) And we totally do. Well, now. Because it was like John. Anyway, so we had a TV (laughs) that was like a little smaller. Mm hmm. And Paul and I'm the one who talked us into that. I was like, we don't need that big TV in the living room. Remember when we moved in the house? You talked us into what? Having this, a smaller TV? Yeah. Yeah. And then as we lit, we lived here for two years, and I was like, you were right, and I was wrong. <laughs> Remember? I was like, you're right. The TV should be like the biggest fucking TV that you can get. Like that's. Here's the thing, and That's some people like, we have our t- like, we have our we have our TV over our fireplace. We have a fireplace in the house. We have the TV the over it. It's the only place it could go. Really. I know. Well, well, yeah, probably. I mean, the the previous I, owners I had it in a weird place over a fireplace. I, I kind of like some it. people don't like that. And oh, I, I know. And I get why they don't like it. I Man. totally, I get it. Why? I get it. Why? Well, because you don't want to. I get why you won't. You don't want the TV to be the focal point of the room. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, like we're just I'm kidding. I'm we're kidding. just we're just honest with ourselves and it's like, yeah, we watch TV. Like well, why we're not gonna pretend we're not gonna put it in like a special room where we're uncomfortable or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Like right. we watch TV, we put it in also, the living room. Here's here's what's great about having the TV over your fireplace is when you have the fire going mm-hmm. and you're watching TV, you're facing the fire. Yeah. Now, if you don't want to be watching TV with the fire going, you don't have to have it on. You can be facing the fire. <laughs> very true. You know what I'm saying? Very true. So, yeah. So, I was like, we got to get, before this big celebration <laughs> of, you know, for women. This historic. This, for this win. This historic This win yes. for women. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to get this bigger TV. And so, we did. <laughs> and then... Um, 
the party didn't go as planned. It was like people were bummed out. Neither did the TV show. The TV show didn't go as planned. I was stand, so I'm standing on this stage, and every time we take a break, we're getting more results. And it looks bad. And, you know, and we're three hours behind. So we're like, you know, we're in yeah. it for the long haul yeah, over yeah, here yeah. in California. But it was like, it was a, it was a weird numbing that was happening where it was like, I still have to be funny and make jokes and stuff. What was so crazy is like, he didn't want to win. He didn't think he was going to no, win. No. Well, look, I don't want to rehash the whole thing. Here, here's the thing is that I was going to say is, um. I mentioned uh, this is something I wanted to pronounce on tonight's episode because I've been thinking about it. Oh, you have a pronouncement to make, not just a word you've been dying to try out. (laughs) No, it's not a word. (laughs) This is something I want to pronounce. (laughs) Sav. It's not salve. This might be controversial. Oh, boy. (laughs) But I have come to the conclusion (laughs) because I had no conclusion on it before. Okay. Okay. okay, like I didn't know where I, I'm like, this thing that's called cancel culture, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, does it even exist? Like, what is it? Like, right. you know. It doesn't. It kind of <laughs> doesn't. Call, call out culture exists. Yeah, absolutely. Call out culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have come, I have finally figured out my feelings on it. <laughs> okay. And it's taken me like a year, even though it's been around for a while, but I have totally decided and I'm making the pronouncement that cancel culture is stupid. <laughs> now, what do you mean by that? It's stupid. What? But what does that mean? It's stupid. Stop saying it's stupid. <laughs> what do you mean by cancel culture and what is stupid about it? It is like... It's just, in my opinion, I think call-out culture is fine if you're like, oh, my God, this person, you know, is a secret rapist or is a, you know, whatever. Like, you know, or that's like call-out culture, Mm -hmm. you know, and then things, the chips will fall where they may. Like, Mm -hmm. if you, you know, are hiring escorts or, you know, the chips will fall where they may. Cancel culture in my opinion, and I've been observing it for a while now because I've been so confused by how I'm supposed to feel about it, mm-hmm. um, I think is a is really just an excuse for bullying. Mm. That's what I think it is. Right. Because, like, they go after people, in, you know, in sort of this organized way. And do you think it's organized? Who do you think is organizing it though? Well, I have to, okay. Full disclosure. I listened to this podcast today about the, um, the chicks, the formerly, formerly known as, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, it was, um, what's that one? Everyone says it's, uh, what you don't know about or what, what you need. Uh, You're wrong about. You're wrong about. Okay. So, so, and of course that one piqued my interest because Mm -hmm. I'm a fan of the chicks. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, well, this is interesting. I wonder, you know, and, and, and the whole thing is basically like, you know, <laughs> that was a, it was an example of cancel culture. Yeah, absolutely. Because there was an organized effort yes. to get them off the radio yes. and, and um, 
cancel their performances yeah. and stuff because of an opinion because they expressed an opinion yeah but my my thing but doesn't that seem like it was just like a bu- it was just bullying like no, it was. why can't you just say your opinion and say oh i disagree with them but see this is the thing you have to consider the source always and you have to say who is this coming from and this was people that just didn't like something that they said they didn't do anything wrong do you know what i mean they didn't do anything wrong and then these people did get mobilized this community got mobilized and they fucked up their careers for a while yeah there, I think that's different than a bunch of people online saying this guy's a he's doing bad things to people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the, the but isn't or- that call out? That's call out. That's call culture. out culture. Cancel culture, I guess, is it, 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 if you if you really are if you really are thinking there's organization to ruin somebody's life. That is absolute. That is cancel culture, and that is a, a strictly a conservative thing. And they did that. They do it they for did it people that the they don't like. Not and for, Colin Kaepernick and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did they do wrong? You know what I mean? They didn't do anything wrong. But they're they're so they're going to boycott Nike because they're trying to organize a boycott against Nike because they they use Colin Kaepernick in their advertising. Right. So that's the people. The people that are the biggest complainers about it are the people that are the most organized about it. And have the biggest grievances, you know, over why, nothing. But that's why I think it's so stupid and we should just like ignore it. In th- in that sense, yes, it is stupid and we should ignore it. And usually we can. I mean, it's been it's been a long time since the Dixie Chicks. And I think the the country has changed to a significant degree where I think it's harder to oh, fuck sure. with people like that than it used to be. Oh, because country has like gotten their ducks in a row. Yeah, and they were they're like, in the 20th century now. <laughs> that's not. I think they're in the 21st. I don't... I, I think they're easing into the 21st century. Are we in the 20... Aren't we in the We're 22nd? We're in the 21st. We're in the 21st. Oh, my God, honey, don't. It's... Oh, I get it. 2021. That's right. Yes. No, but they've always been that way, and that was, like, something I've learned. Like, if you go back through the history of country music, there's always people protesting stuff through the music. Well, for sure. Absolutely. But they said something on stage in a foreign country. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. And that now what was funny to me was listening to this podcast a little bit. It was funny to me was um, they wanted to contextualize that era mm-hmm. because the because what they if they said that today, it wouldn't matter. But this was like at the beginning of 2003 and we in nine eleven it just happened in September of 2001. Right. And um, so, and they did a good job of sort of contextualizing things that were happening, Mm -hmm. but I don't think necessarily they captured the mood. And I think that the hosts of that podcast were too young Mm -hmm. when this was happening. Yeah, maybe. But um, the mood of the country post 9-11 was... Total trauma. Trauma. Yes. But this was compounded by the Iraq war. Yes. Which was bullshit. Total bullshit. And most people knew that at the time. Like that wasn't something we discovered much later. They knew it at the time, but they did. But one thing they glossed over in the podcast was they did like they sent Colin Powell in front of that. Yeah. Council. The yellow cake. The committee. Yeah. People don't remember the whole yellow cake uranium bullshit. yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. 
And that was a bald faced lie. Absolutely. That didn't really. And then they like burned that, you know, CIA agent mm-hmm. and, and Valerie Plant. Like yeah. people don't really un- remember all of that, mm-hmm. like in the context of what was going on. Yeah. Um, but people w- were completely, I, I mean, at least me, because I was in my 20s. Um, I mean, sort of. <laughs> But in 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 essence, <laughs> as a teenager, as a teenager, but I I was living like in my twenties. I was practically in my twenties. I was almost in my twenties, and you know, like everything, it was like the pandemic times a million, kind of. Yes, here's what I'll say. Now I haven't listened to the podcast in terms of the way that the the world absolutely absolutely stopped. Absolutely. I will say this. I remember in that time, like right after 9-11, people still didn't like George W. Bush. But no one there, liked him when he was elected. No. This was a time when it was like Rudy Giuliani is America's mayor and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And there were people that didn't vote for Rudy Giuliani in New York. That who were had, pleased that yes, he took a leadership they were, position they were grateful to on him. that day and yes. on, on the, and the weeks. But, but, Absolutely. Yes, they found him to be a reassuring presence. Yes. But, and I was in New York at the time. Yeah. And everyone hated him. And then everyone was like, he fucking, you know, was acknowledging the first responders and blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But George W. Bush was never like somebody that had the majority on his side. No. And I mean, I guess but he, after his re-election, he, he was like, I have a mandate or whatever. But after 9-11, he did. For a while. Yes. For a while. But and he not, took advantage. Not- he, he took advantage it, of it, he and, he, it. and we had that war in Iraq. Yes. And definitely at the time that the Dixie Chicks were saying on stage, we are ashamed that George W. Bush the is from Texas. The Chicks, excuse me. <laughs> By the time they're saying that on stage, people are not like, how can you say that about George W. Bush? It was the same people. Yes. It's the same people. Agreed. Who are, you know, who like came after fucking Sinead O'Connor for ripping up a picture of the Pope. You yes. know? It's yes. like the same people that they are... They want to silence women. They don't yeah. like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So as so far the as... The idea of like cancel culture in general to me is so fucking stupid. It's like, ignore it. Well, it is... Yes, exactly. It is like... Don't even respond. The chicks at the time... Cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. We're talking about cancel culture. What about cuckoo culture? Cuckoo culture. We could all do with that, I think. I think cancel culture is cuckoo culture. <laughs> I see in a different sense. <laughs> but my point is is like um what was my point? Do you I don't remember? Know. We're gonna take a break. Is it time? It's not time. Yeah, it is. Guys, guess what? It's still May, and so we are still very be proud being proud. We are very, We're proud. very being proud. <laughs> We're very being proud of being sponsored by our good friends, Rare Tea Seller. Go to rareteaseller.com. They are a store online based out of Chicago, founded in 2005, that specialize in the rarest teas and ingredients in the world. They are a gourmet, how shall I say, heaven? They're a gourmet heaven. I had one Twitter follower that follows our show talk about their butter. I was like, honey, get that butter. Use that discount code, HOMEKINS, capital H-O-M-E-K-I-N-S. And when I say capital H, I mean that's the only capital. It's capital H, lowercase, 
O-M-E-K-I-N-S for 20% off. They are offering 20% off all of their offerings for the month of May and time is running out. They sent us the most beautiful array of products. Here's what's exciting. I have been drinking their tea the whole uh, couple of weeks that they sent it. And there is this um, like chocolate tea, um, the chocolate tea. You have to look it up. It is so good. Look it up. But here's what's helping me. I'm actually trying to reduce. <laughs> I'm trying to drop my COVID-19. And I was like, maybe instead of just candy... <laughs> I'll have this chocolate tea and it will trick my brain into thinking I'm having like a very rich and satisfying umami chocolate treat. And guess what? It totally is working. They also have artisanal vermouths, which I can't wait to try. Um, We tried the yuzu flavor pearls. They offer a pop of sour in um, martinis or... Uh, salads, anything you like. Just go on their site. Here's the thing. Just do it. Just have like a beautiful array of products. They're fans of the show. They're a small business. Support small business and treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? Treat yourself. 20% off the entire month of May at rareteaseller.com. And that's seller like... C-E-L-L-A-R. Yes, like under the ground. Like like it's like they have under the ground. They have like a cellar and you go under. Rare tea cellar. If you can be there, you'll find the tea there <laughs> under the ground. And with that Rare Tea Cellar. Magic spoon. Boop, 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 boop. Magic spoon. Magic spoon. Magic spoon, thank you for sponsoring our podcast this thank week. Thank you for sponsoring us. Listen. Do you remember when you were a little kid and you would eat cereal? Are you kidding? I talk about it all the time. You loved it. I was like, get out of my way. I want that bowl full of cereal with milk. Yeah. Get out of my way. I'm going to sit on the floor and watch my cartoons. And I'm going to crunch and I'm going to swallow and I'm going to be happy. (laughs) Now, you think you can't do that anymore because you're grown up. That's what I told you the other day. Yeah. I I forgot we had this conversation. (laughs) And look, we're all trying to eat better, hunty. Mm-hmm. But healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. What? Magic spoon. What's less boring than magic? Magic is magic. Do you magic get it? Magic is fucking magic. Imagine, imagine magic in a spoon. That's magic spoon. Magic spoon has the amazing cereal flavors you love, but without all the bad stuff. We're talking zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs, carbs, the enemy to us all, in each serving. That's only 140 calories a serving. It is keto-friendly. It is gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, GMO-free, and low-carb. And exciting news... Magic Spoon has released a super delicious new flavor, birthday cake. Yeah. Everyone loves birthday cake because it's a special occasion. Magic Spoon birthday cake will be available in a special five pack for a limited time only. Get it while you can. Or you can build your own damn box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are Coco Fruity, Frosted, Peanut Butter, and Cinnamon. If you're listening from Canada, my friends up there... Magic Spoon now ships to you as well. Yes. Oh, Canada. 
So go to magicspoon.com slash homekins, H-O-M-E-K-I-N-S, to grab the new limited edition birthday cake or a custom bundle of cereal to try today. Be sure to use our promo code HOMEKINS at checkout to save $5 off your order. This offer is now good anywhere in the U.S. or the U.K. Canada, but only when you use our code at checkout. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, cocky almost. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, you can say it yelled at you. They don't care. Magic Spoon will refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash homekins and use the home use the home codekins. No, use the code homekins. To save $5 off. Don't you laugh at me! <laughs> Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. We love you. We love you. Have you ever wanted products that look simple, clean, aesthetically pleasing? Every day of my life. Well, let me tell you about public goods. What? They have a very simple look in your home. Everything is clean and calming. No bright colors. Or mismatched packaging. This is what I was talking about. They have home goods like, for example, toilet paper, mm-hmm. dish soap, mm-hmm. hand soap, mm-hmm. shampoo, mm-hmm. conditioner. Mm-hmm. We tried their chocolate almonds. Very delicious. That's right, we we did. also tried their ramen. I like. That's right, we did. Personally, I like the ramen because you can sort of like create a base and then you can add like tofu and like bok choy and this is the fun of ramen and scallions and, it is, and it is so written. you know so there you go and you kind of have like an instant meal going all the time so this episode is brought to you by public goods also the one-stop shop for sustainable high quality everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price they have everything from coffee to toilet paper like i just said and shampoo like i just said to pet food which we wouldn't know about because we don't have a dog jerry public goods (laughs) is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer so rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands public good members can buy all the premium Essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Public goods searches the globe to find clean. People are searching the globe all over the place. People love to search the globe. We got to get in on this. (laughs) To find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. They ethically source and obsessively develop. I mean, maybe don't be so obsessed. Take a break. I'm worried about them. They need to have lives. Yes. Get some tea from Rare Tea Cellar. Go kick up your feet. (laughs) Go to the movies. Develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients. They're committed to making their products in a healthy and safe way for humans and animals and the environment. So, like, they care. They're not jerks. You know what I mean? Yes. Support people who aren't jerks. Make that, like, your your mantra. Do it. Okay. They plant one tree for every order placed and incorporate sustainability into every part of the company. So join hundreds of thousands of others, as well as Janie and Paul, who have switched to their new everything store. Okay? Receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. So like, in other words, that means you could buy a $15 product for zero. That's right. They're so confident that you absolutely love their products that they're giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. I love so, when a company is confident. It's sexy. It's very sexy. Yeah. You know? I'm turned on. Yes. It's like, you know, relaxed and vaxxed and sexy and confident. <laughs> Go to publicgoods.com slash homekins. That's all caps at checkout. Or 
or sorry, or. let me start over. Start over. Go to publicgoods.com slash homekins yeah. or Ugh. use code homekins, all caps, at checkout. P-U-B-L-I-C. This is like a sobriety test. G. <laughs> We're failing it. G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash homekins to receive $15 off. Your first order. Order. We <laughs> did it. Thank you, public goods. Paul's making fun of the way I was scooching my chair in. You were really, you were taking your time <laughs> with your scooches. <laughs> I think that was like 10. Okay. One thing I had to say before the podcast is over is that we I did hear, <laughs> fine, cancel culture, stupid, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, we did. I did hear from some listeners, and I have been corrected from something I said in a oh, previous... We have a correction. What is it? Apparently, the smart news app that I use <laughs> is not garbage. Really? Now, I wish you had told me this because you've you been delete. sending me a lot of smart news links, <laughs> and I'm like, I thought we established this was garbage. No, I do send... Well, <laughs> can I just say... Can I tell you something I used to do? Sure. When I would send you the smart news link before, mm-hmm. and it would say in the text, like, this is sent to you by smart news, I used to delete that part to cover my tracks. What? Honey... We cannot have a marriage built but on But now lies. I feel like I'm loud and proud because I've learned from some listeners. Mm-hmm. So I guess this, this it's now. How do we know? And no offense to our listeners, how do we know they're not dumb? Because <laughs> the, I'm kidding. Someone who works from Smart News contacted me. Hold on a second. Yeah. So your source for smart news is not garbage. Is someone who works at smart news? And then apparently someone who lives in Japan was like, everyone in Japan uses this. Really? It's like a big deal. It's like it's like a news. It's like a (laughs) it's a news aggregator. It's a news aggregator. News aggregator. (laughs) (laughs) News (laughs) aggregator. (laughs) Coast to coast, LA to Chicago. CNN. (laughs) Reuters and AP. Um, (laughs) Guys. Okay. I guess it's just like their whole thing is like to try to be like we're not we don't want to give you fake fake news right they're like here's what you need to net a day <laughs> they're not like him <laughs> here's what you need to net a day that's from the daily y'all do y'all guys listen to the daily he really doubles that down was on it one because... of my favorite jokes in girls five ever by the way i can't remember it what was it <laughs> I remember I they made a reference watch to that Girls show. Five Eva. Like it's on Peacock. Our friend Busy's on it, and it's pretty funny. But like, they were worried that they were raising their little New York child, their little Manhattan child, yes. to be a, a New York lonely boy. Yes, yeah, because you know he's like urban and sophisticated. And yeah, he's like a little adult. He hangs out yeah. with grownups. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Mommy, let's dance." And she's like, "Okay, honey, let's dance." And then he starts playing. The theme song to the daily. <laughs> and she was like, what's that? He's, she's like, it's the daily. And she's like, stop, stop. 
off. It was actually one of my favorite moments because you were always making fun of the daily when I'm listening. Here's the thing. Like the thing I didn't realize that guy leaned into Michael Barbaro, leaned into the netted because he does he it twice. It. I don't think he leans into it. I think he did it accidentally and never re-recorded it. No. <laughs> he doesn't do it twice. He does it. Tw- he did it later in the show. The show had already been playing, and he. I think he says, "Here's what else you need to know today," <laughs> which is going to get me to my next topic. And also, let me say this. Let me talk about. Let's smarting. say. Let's say he did do it just once, and that was the recording. Why wouldn't do you it again. record it? Yes, because everybody. Because now it's like his thing. Now it's- exactly. <laughs> exactly. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> So anyway, so the Smart News app, apparently, like, their whole, like, raison d'etre. Oh, talk about Smart News. <laughs> That's reason for existing in French. French, France, 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 France. Call my agent. <laughs> they're all, like, they're all, like, is, like, to get, is, like, to only filter through, which leads me to this question. Mm. According to my smart news consumption, yeah. does this mean Harry and Meghan are brats? <laughs> <laughs> because you're saying there's journalism. That leads you to believe they are brats. Yeah. But I don't think they're brats. I here's the thing. I, I cannot speak to Meghan Markle, right? Why not? Because I don't I don't know her. I don't know much oh, about know her Ma- background. You know Harry? <laughs> well, I do know that he grew up in a palace. And so I feel like as much as he may have tried to be out in the world and get out of his <laughs> Is very specific bubble. Right? And people made fun of me because I thought Hillary was going to win. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Meghan Markle was, um, you know, a cashier somewhere. <laughs> like she was in the Hollywood yeah, system. You know what I mean? Pro, yeah, though. She, yeah. Look, I, this is what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know her whole backstory, but I'm saying that anyone who grew up with the title of prince. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're a bot. It doesn't mean you're bad, but it doesn't mean... A that, brat, I mean. It doesn't mean you're a brat, but chances are you probably are. Chances are you're probably ignorant about a lot of stuff. No matter how much of a crash course you got from... Dating Megan. <laughs> dating dating Megan Markle or whoever he met at clubs or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. It's like he's living the song Common People by Pulp, you know? I mean, listen. I like that they are trying to kind of put something positive out. Sure. Is that bad to say? No, I don't think that's bad to say. Like I I think that they I, from 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 obviously from a great distance. I feel like they are sincere in what they're trying to do pulling away from that family. Yeah. I don't doubt that they uh suffered various indignities uh from those people, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that they that they especially I think for Harry, I'm sure he is now seeing like Oh, there's a whole world out there, and but I was, was raised u- in this weird way. And he was used. 
Well, well, when you're like when you're born health, into yeah, it, when I mean, you're born into it, you're you're exploited. You yeah, are born into exploitation. It's a weird thing that shouldn't exist anymore, you know. But it was funny that he said the First Amendment was bonkers. I don't. I didn't mind it. I knew it was a foreign. Uh, it was like I a, know, but here's was, the thing: it's like, of course, that was blown out of proportion by like fucking Sean Hannity or whatever. I don't think he meant like it's like it's I bad. don't think that Prince Harry was saying it's insane that people have free speech in America. <laughs> I think he was clearly saying like it's a crazy issue. Like it's, it's very a crazy difficult. issue for him because his whole thing is that he cares about our tabloid papers. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. his whole thing. Because of his background, yeah. Well, they're his way mother, more vicious to his him mother. than America ever was. Well, they cha- they murdered his. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's be honest. Like, yeah. you know, and, and and anyway, my point is, I'm sorry that I was negging like mystery you on were negging mystery. Oh, you <laughs> like the pickup artist style. I negged a little pickup artist style on the Smart News app, and, and it I'm worked. Here- and now I'm dating Smart News. That's right. That's right. I have taken Smart News to bed. Yeah. And I own, I own that piece of That's app. Right. That's right. This <laughs> was slap that app. Too. No, it just came to me. I love a little wordplay. You know what I'm saying? Slap that app. That app. Slap that app. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I was hasty because I maybe I'm the problem. Because I'm clicking on the Harry and Meghan stuff. I don't think... So I'm teaching smart news to be dumb. Do you see what I'm saying? Because smart news is saying, well, everyone's clicking on this. We should do more of this. No, they're saying Janie is. So they're algorithming me. Oh, so the the things that smart news is giving you now is based on you clicking on a Harry and Meghan article. Mm, killed the cat. <laughs> Curiosity killed my algorithm. <laughs> Schrodinger's cat. It is true though. Killed. If you if you <laughs> if you click on one thing, you're in trouble. You get all these fucking like I don't care you're in about trouble. this. I just saw that picture. I didn't know what it was. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Stop showing me these things. Yeah, you're like basically like, oh, I have dry skin. And the next thing you know, it's like 800 like moisturizer ads on your fucking social media. Imagine what Jennifer Aniston goes through. (laughs) All right. That's all I had to say is I wanted to correct my... It's an official stay-at-home against retraction. (laughs) So, So smart news is smart and cancel culture is stupid. So... I have to... I don't want to bring this back. When you say, because the the way people perceive cancel culture, I feel like you have a more narrow definition of it. Do I? Yes. I, that's my feeling. What is, what, what is the, then tell me, illuminate me. What is the definition of, can, what is the definition? I think that cancel culture, the, the meaning that most people ascribe to it is the, the quote unquote Twitter mob. And it's that. People uh, are because they, you know, they're they're getting called out for no reason, you know, and you're going to so like cancel this twi- person. That trending person. one day on Twitter, you're in trouble. Like if yeah. you're like, oh, I have there was shrimp in my cereal or yes. whatever. Like that's, that's <laughs> the problem. Right. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then next, people are talking about, well, this guy's not so great, you know. And but then is he canceled or is he just 
called out. That's what I don't understand. Well, that's the thing. No, here's the thing. Nobody is canceled. Nobody is canceled. Even the Dixie, chi- even the chicks, they had to go through a long period where people, where they had to, they had to climb out from mm-hmm. a concerted effort to ruin their careers. Right. That is different than somebody saying, actually, this guy's not so great. You know, right? It's it's the the you know the milkshake milkshake duck thing. No, there is a, a very funny Twitter account uh, called Pixelated Boat who tweeted this thing. This is years ago now. Uh, everyone loves milkshake duck, the duck who drinks milkshakes, and then later was there like a picture of a duck. No, 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 um, it wasn't. It was just all text. Everyone loves milkshake duck, the duck who could drink milkshakes. Okay, who loves to drink milkshakes, and then later we regret to inform you the duck is racist. And it's like that is what happens all the time online. So you know? it, but it was just a joke account. Yeah, it was just a joke. There was no milkshake duck. Yeah, it was just a joke. So now it's become like a phrase of like being milkshake ducked, like Jensen Carp with that the the so cinnamon in other toast words, crunch. Like you're put up on a pedestal, you and get then attention. You're... You get attention. Everybody's talking about you, and everybody's saying, "Oh, this is a fun thing." And then somebody else says, "Actually, uh, we found person. out some not fun things." Yeah. So is that is that cancel culture? Is that the same as what happened to the chicks? I would say well now you've stumped me a little bit because I guess I was thinking more like the chicks or Colin Kaepernick or or you know like that kind of thing. That's not cancel culture. But they did lose like they did. Revenue. But that's not what cancel culture is. That is conservatism. That is that is extreme conservatism. Okay, so can so so Well here's what people understand to be cancel culture. All okay. right. The people that are against it. The people that say, Oh, cancel culture is crazy. Those people are the people that say, You can't say anything anymore. That's 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 who that's who gives life to the term cancel culture. And it implies like, ah, people just want to do it for no reason. <laughs> They just love canceling people. And it's like, no, you you did a wrong thing and people are calling you out on it. No one's trying to end your career. So, like, who's canceled? I mean, okay, let's go back to, like, Me Too, right? Like, yeah. Like, is Louis C.K. canceled? Would you consider that, like, a cancellation? No, he's doing shows. Do you know what I mean? But people... This was a guy that admitted, admitted to the yeah, stuff that he, he did, did. And then said, I'm going to take a long step back to listen after not really apologizing. And then like nine months later, he's just like, oh, I'm going to do shows again. <laughs> okay. So like who's canceled technically? Has anyone been canceled? Sinead O'Connor. She got canceled. She got canceled. Because she ripped up the picture of the Pope. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hmm. There have to be other people. It's like throughout history. There are people that, have gotten fucked over because they did something that well, there was, a bunch of uptight people didn't like. Well, there was a, remember that one woman who like tweeted something and then on the flight she went viral and then she landed. That's and then, a very good example. That's a very, that is somebody. She tweeted something tone deaf that she tweeted, didn't she like jive with her job joke. Or and it's like, no one knows who you are. No one knows that you're making this joke. No one knows what you mean by this joke. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like for this is, this is, 
this is a great topic because humor online if you know who the person is, yeah. you know their voice. Yes. You can And they, they construct a thing you very can well. Fill in the blank. You can fill in the blank and say this person is they, being sarcastic. Their intention they're is being, such. they're being facetious. Their intention yes. is such and such. They're being satirical. But just to she's this woman was like a private citizen who said, uh, you know, I'm going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS. Oh, wait, I won't. I'm white. <laughs> that's like just out there in the void. Oh, that's what she said. Yeah. And it's like, so then it gets shared around and it's like this person. What's funny is like, if she tweeted that in it, like a few years later, people would be like, she gets it. Like she's woke. She understands. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Like you the don't tone know. of it has been so like replicated online that it's filled in a blank for her. Yes. Yes. But I, I, I think that's a valid point in some cases. I don't know if like, I don't know. I honestly don't know if she had tweeted that today, if people would have been like, I understand what you're saying here. Yeah. She's like, she's, she's, she's because, speaking out against white supremacy. She yes, understands white supremacy. Right. But that's also the kind of shit that white supremacists say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. There's a way, there's a way to phrase these things. This is the crux of comedy. It's like, you have to make sure that your shit is so well written right. that people understand the point you are trying to make. But sometimes those things don't hold up five years later, too. That's also true. And then you're oh kind God, of like just... explaining like, okay, well, at the time everyone was like dragging. Yes, absolutely. Pe- you know, I, I I never said anything about Britney Spears or ago. whatever, but people like dunked on Britney Spears yeah, or whatever. Years ago, we did stuff on Best Week Ever about the trans man. Do you remember the trans man? Like no. went on Oprah and everything. No. It was this guy who was, it was when a lot of people had not heard that term before. Uh-huh. And so- Tra- trans pe- transitioning or transsexual trans, trans yeah people have not heard the, but most people have not heard the, heard sure. the term trans okay and so this guy was saying uh yes i was born one way but this is this is who i am i'm mm-hmm. a man okay and he was treated like a circus freak by yeah. me too do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we made jokes about it like trans man really you know, people didn't understand because people it had been said. So, exactly. Actually, that's funny that you mentioned that because I just watched this documentary on Netflix, which can be one of my recommendations. Mm-hmm. It's called Disclosure, and it yes. is all about yes. how Oprah at the time was like because we watched her interview with Elliot Page. Yes, and in that interview, um, Elliot Page was talking about that documentary and and Oprah watched it to prepare mm-hmm. and it was about how trans people were depicted in the media and how damaging those depictions absolutely were and yeah. are yeah. because they are so misguided and yeah. fear-based yeah and that I think there was an Oprah I don't think maybe it was trans man maybe mm-hmm. it was trans man but they did show a clip of Oprah you know, at the time, you know, not understanding trans yeah. life. And uh, and they showed a, this whole trajectory of media, some of which I had seen, that kind of like blew my mind because I had absorbed it and internalized it and didn't know 
that I, it was being fed to me. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, that movie Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that movie when I saw it years ago, whenever it was out, mm-hmm. and thinking it was pretty funny because mm-hmm. Jim Carrey was charismatic and he... he it was he, a silly movie. It was very yeah, silly. Absolutely. And I didn't even remember in that movie that mm-hmm. there was some reveal of a trans person covering their um, gender yeah, and that people were like throwing up over yes. it and stuff. And I was like shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. Even though I had seen that movie at the time. I had the same reaction. I, I forgot about that. I forgot about it. Yeah. And in the, in the name of comedy, it felt so acceptable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because it was like, y- you know, it was just, it was just in the name of comedy felt acceptable, I guess, like mm-hmm. at the time. And then you see all of these trans performers and other people, like human rights people, like they're not necessarily all performers on this documentary. It's yeah. really worth watching, actually. Yeah, it's terrific. And um, they are like, this is so harmful. And also it's helpful to have accurate depictions and it's not a monolithic community like any community. There's yeah. no mono. I mean, yeah, is yeah. there a monolithic community out there um, where it's depicted in a way that is a real thing because they had nowhere to look to know that they felt different mm-hmm. inside and they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't have the right language for this, but yeah, yeah. It, it really blew my mind. And, um, why do we get on the subject of you making fun of because cancel culture because you yeah. guys you guys talked about that episode of Oprah at the time? Yes, we we uh, yeah, we were at the time we we made jokes that I absolutely would not make today. You know? I mean, I guess in a way it's good. We're progressing, we're evolving, but there is like an element of shame and embarrassment when you when you live through a time where you're ignorant and, but that's, but that's, that's just part of being human. I it's guess. part of, it's part of being human and growing. And I mean, it, it's like, I will gladly take that, that shame and embarrassment mm-hmm. and move forward. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. that's the price, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to stay in my ignorance, you know? No, God, no. I think it, it's, I think if you don't feel the shame and embarrassment, then maybe, um, Something might be wrong with you. <laughs> Here's the thing. That's what it all hinges on is that people You're don't like... want to feel like they did something wrong. And so they stick to their guns and they try to make it. This is how I used to live my life was like, I can't be wrong. And so if I had some, con- if I had some conflict with somebody in my life, I had to make it in my mind. I justified everything so that I wasn't wrong. And it took me years to learn and like therapy and everything to learn that, it's good to realize that you're wrong because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. And to say you're sorry to someone and really sincerely mean it. Right. It's like, it's so much better. It's so much better. But there's people, there's people in this world who just want to be like, I can't, I don't want to think about that. So I'm going to make it that these people are wrong and that I'm right. And that's it. And that's it. I feel like sometimes I get sort of yes manned out of being wrong. Like, I'll be like, oh, I think I did something wrong in this situation. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, that's why it was so tricky. Like, it must have been because I was being this way or that way. 
And then, and then you and my friends will say, no, no, the other person was wrong. <laughs> well, but that's true sometimes too. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, no, I think I was wrong in that I presented something in this way. And, and I was, you know, I was too, you know, like, I feel like my boundaries got violated because I was too available or I was too this way. And it's like, and it's like, no, no, they shouldn't have been taking advantage of you or blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's like, well, no, but also like I, I got, I get something out of it. Do you think that I do that with you? Sometimes. I think really, I feel like I'm pretty even. I feel like you're always trying to tell me like the other person is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Probably nine times. But like out of sometimes ten. I'm like searching for like <laughs> where did this interaction go south? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I think it was when I was like, you know, I said, call me anytime. You know, I'm making shut up. Mm. I don't know what I'm talking about. But like I'm saying like, you know, I offered this or that, and then of course it presented in a way where they could walk all over me. Mm-hmm. So of course they're gonna walk all over me. And then you're like, no, they should not. They fucking know better. They shouldn't walk all over you. Like a lot of times. But here's the thing. It depends on, I guess. This is, this is a, I, I think that's a great example because there's two things that are true is that you are letting someone walk all over you, but that person also shouldn't be doing that. Do you know what I mean? But then, then you'll end it with like, you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> but, and that's true. You didn't do anything You're like, wrong. You were just trying but to you be. Didn't, you, you, but here's what you could do differently the next time. It's oh, not that right, you did right. anything wrong, you know? I I feel like I do a lot of things wrong. So do I. <laughs> I feel like I do a lot of things wrong. So do I. And I if also, anybody out there thinks that they do things right all the time, fuck you. And if people were to like scour my old jokes or tweets, like fine, mm. whatever. I'm sure there's like horrible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, not sure there is. I, don't I think, think with there's you. not horrible stuff. I don't think with you. I don't think I have too many bad things. Sometimes I mean, I'll I'm, say, people I'll, are welcome to like scour my Twitter. Sometimes I'll send you a tweet and I'll be like, am I allowed to say this? <laughs> and then you'll say like, yeah, <laughs> who cares? Or whatever. Don't you think? Absolutely. And then like, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Look, people make mistakes. I think, what, is, there, is there a space in our culture for people to evolve. That's mm-hmm. the thing I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? Yeah, I is there wait, do I understand it or is there a space? <laughs> what are you asking me? I feel like there's sort of like when you talk about cancel culture in the way mm-hmm. that you described it. Yeah. Of like a a Twitter mob going, you know, after somebody or whatever. It sometimes feels like there is no space for somebody to grow. I completely disagree. Because I think that I think that if if someone demonstrates that they want to grow, that they understand what people are saying, they get it and they're going to try to do something differently moving forward. I think that's a no one I I don't think that's not accepted. I think th- absolutely there are people There are people who will always say, I don't accept this apology. Fuck this person forever Mm -hmm. because they got all like head up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think for the majority, if you can demonstrate sincerely that you understand what you did wrong and now you're, this is not a mistake you're going to repeat because you have a, you have a knowledge that you didn't have before. A lot of times it's people that this is a, this is such a recurring thing. It's people that 
are trying to figure out their comedic voice. And so they do like extremely racist provocative. jokes. Provocative. Provo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Shock comedy. Yeah. And they think people are going to get this because it's so absurd. But it's like years later, somebody finds this. And rightfully so. They're saying, this sucks. Why did you do this? You well, know? like that girl who, there was a girl who was like the Teen Vogue. I vaguely followed this because I don't read Teen Vogue, but like they hired her. Oh, yes, and yes, yes, And she yes. had posted in her past yeah. anti-Asian, I think. It yes. was like anti-Asian. And she was like, oh, I, I shouldn't, that was terrible. I, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. But this is like a young person, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. unfortunate because there are these, all these people that are growing up on the internet. Yes. Under a microscope. That's fucked up. I can't imagine. But it's such a, it's such a weirdly common thing that people are doing this stuff to try to, to try to be outrageous, to try to be provocative, to try to, to, try to be funny, whatever. They want to get some kind of reputation for being, you know, outrageous. What's so funny to me is like something we're talking, we're talking about almost two different things. Like you said, the Twitter mob, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, the chicks in Colin Kaepernick, they didn't do anything wrong. No. They didn't no. do anything that required any apology, in my opinion. No. Other than... Some explanation, I guess. The chicks came out and said, you know, obviously we respect the office of the presidency. We're just against the war, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? <laughs> In America, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. You In can America, say the president's a fucking to. asshole. In America, you exactly. don't have to. Exactly. That's what's great. But I guess they are from Texas. He's from Texas. Yes, yes, yes. There's like a country music thing, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Colin Kaepernick exercising his free speech. And not only doing that, but carefully thinking how he was going to do it. And he approached various people like, what is, a, what, is a, what is a way that I can do this that won't be disrespectful? He talked to fucking veterans and I, they said, if you kneel, that's, that's, that's like that you're making your statement and it's not disrespectful. Oh, see, I didn't even know that part yeah. of it because I don't really watch football, but like, but not, we're, not ta- like me. we're talking about what, what? <laughs> not like me. <laughs> You're always watching football. Always watching football. Well, I'm just saying like, uh, I just love concussions. <laughs> like, um, you like TBIs. Um, love uh, just like people who do say things that are objectionable that do require apologies. Cause it does hurt people. Like, did the chicks hurt anyone? No, they didn't. They did. Can you imagine somebody be like, that made me cry that you said that, that you were ashamed George Bush was from Texas. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's so stupid. I think it's because they were women. (laughs) That's obviously a huge part of it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think they fucking do that to Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. You think Bruce Springsteen, he can go out and say whatever the fuck he wants because he's a white dude. Yeah, with him, all they do is they just take his songs and make it mean what they want it to mean. (laughs) I mean, whatever. Anyway, I still think cancel culture is stupid in a way because. <laughs> but what is it? It's not the same thing because the, the Dixie chick, the chicks thing is not the was same thing. It was a boycott. Thing. It was a boycott. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not the same thing as the, the quote unquote Twitter mob, you know. And look, yes, there's a bunch of people. There's absolutely pylons that happen. Absolutely that happens. Absolutely that happens. But I think like in most cases, it actually is deserved. It's like people that are saying, this is fucked up. You know what I mean? It's not people blowing things out of proportion from, from what I've seen. Maybe I'm wrong. But, that, but, not but from saying what I've seen. something is fucked up is different than like 
you know, you deserve to die or you, you need to go in a hole or cave or well, that's like people not, that's like not, bully. That's yeah. That's bullying. That's not the same as, that's not the same as saying like, okay, Kevin Hart said, had all this homophobic stuff in his stand up. Yes. I recall that. And then people are saying, oh, this is who you're going to let host the Oscars because that stuff was not funny. <laughs> it was not funny. Was Do you know clear, what I mean? It was very, it was like yes. cut and dried homophobic. There yes. was no nuance. Yes. It was like just flat out homophobic. And that's actually, the, the difference is saying I'm ashamed that George W. Bush is from Texas yeah. is way different and way milder than saying homo, like. <laughs> I don't want my kid to be gay. I don't want my kid to be gay. You know, Tracy Morgan was like, if my son told me he was gay, I'd stab him. Like He did? Yeah, 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 yeah. When did he say that? Oh, he was canceled for like a weekend. <laughs> but why? When did he, like in what context? In stand-up. He was doing it in stand-up. And people were like, oh, it's a joke. You can't take a joke. But the problem is. That's very that dangerous. Perpetuates, it perpetuates a mindset that is still very active in this world. And that's different than saying, I'm ashamed that this president who was elected the president of this country is where I'm from. Right. Nobody's going to go out and like, we must bomb Texas. You know what I mean? It's fucking ridiculous. They're, they're, these people are fucking crybabies. Yeah. They're crybabies, but they, they're, they're crybabies and bullies who want to fuck people's lives up because they didn't like something that they said. That That's, doesn't affect anyone. It's so, it's so, it's so lame. I'm so sick of this shit. It's so lame. Oh. It's like we have free speech, but there's, it's at such a cost, right? Yeah. But not really. Unless you're like Fox News. Because here's the thing. If you want capitalism, you got capitalism. So Gina Carano says all this shit. She's on the the Mandalorian, right? Oh, yeah. I remember her. Yeah. She got, she did some transphobic stuff. Yes. And so like Disney says to her multiple times, don't say stuff like this. Oh, by the way, and then we're, eventually they fire we're her. like a huge multi-gazillion dollar corporation that's paying you and we're allowed to yes, say. Yes, it's a business! But like, that's the thing. You weren't born to be in the Mandalorian. Like, honestly, like, if you're a Disney star, you're going to be given some parameters, period. 100%. They're not going to hire Louis Suquet. Louis yeah. Suquet. Louis Suquet. <laughs> How you say uh, Louis Suquet? <laughs> Like they're going to hire like a more wholesome. That's just how the Disney franchises are. Exactly. Like that's like. This is a known thing. Since the beginning of the planet Earth. Yes, exactly. Yes. This is, this is their corporate line. This is what you you can do. They were and what like, you can't we have do. actual people of all stripes that enjoy Disney, and we cannot afford. That's why country music is becoming inclusive. Money, money, exactly, exactly. That, but also, once there's said, amazing, diverse country artists that have not been, of course, put uh, put forth. Well, but that's because of money too. You know what I mean? But now they're... Because they know there's money to be But now they understand that they Because Lil Nas X, they pretended that they didn't like that, but then they saw the receipts. So here's the thing. Wait, they said they didn't like Lil Nas X? Yeah. I don't remember that, but like... But it wasn't really a country song. There was a lot of resistance to that. And that's why Billy Ray Cyrus... Anyway, look, we got to Whatever. The country thing... People are always saying country songs aren't country songs. That That is like baked in. Exactly. That's baked in. Yes. And guess what? Most of them are not. All right, we got to wrap it up. Do you have recommendations? You were going to give your recommendation of was it disclosure or was it something else? Well, I mentioned disclosure, and I that is one of my recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What was I going to recommend? Was it a mini series? <laughs> I am enjoying Hacks, but I think I recommended it on the last one. Did you on really? HBO Maybe you did. Max, because I really like it. All I right. really am liking it. Yeah. But I feel like you go ahead and recommend it, and I'll remember mine. Um, I don't have any big recommendations except I will tell you that oh, the remember. neighborhood listen is coming back. Okay. My podcast that I do with Nicole Parker, where we um uh take next door posts and, and you use them as improv. Funny, it's a comedy, it's a fun and you'll have a comedy improv guests. Yes. And we just yes. recorded our first episode of the the new season today. Which is amazing news. It was so much fun. It was such a good time. I love so, Nicole Parker. I think yeah, she's like she's amazing. Terrific. She's terrific. One of the most amazingly talented people I've ever met. Um so that will be coming out uh pretty soon. I think maybe next month. I think in June. And you'll have out. a date to announce yes, for that. Yes, absolutely, scene. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's exciting. Okay. Here was my recommendation, you guys. Okay. So we have, um, so I, we've been watching the mayor of East town on HBO, um, starring Kate Winslet. And it's been the talk of the town that SNL even did a sketch, (laughs) sketch, sketch, sketch on it. And, um, they do a very specific Philly Delco, they call it Delco. I didn't. Yeah, remember. Delaware County. Yeah. Okay, Delco accent, and um, so I listened to the most recent episode of the Radio Times podcast, <laughs> where they had the um, dialect coach for the mayor of Easttown and a very studied uh, linguist professor on specifically talking about the Delco accent, and it was really fucking cool. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. And your friend was on. They played a clip of your comedy friend that does like the Philly like. Oh, Christine Nangle. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They were like, oh. She did this really funny video when uh, that stupid Four Seasons uh, construction, (laughs) Four Seasons landscaping (laughs) press conference happened. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Christine's great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's not a comedy podcast is just it's more of an educational podcast yeah. but if you're interested in dialects and um sort of the process of acting and stuff like that and that specific which was making me laugh because they were like saying all this stuff and i'm like hey paul that's you because they were like <laughs> they're like oh like they don't say like go ahead you know nesta like go ahead because you say go ahead go ahead yeah that's like a big paul thing yes and i'll be like go ahead Go ahead. Go ahead. It's like a thing I don't even think about, but you are endlessly amused by whenever (laughs) I say it. It's like you're (laughs) y'all. It's like, it's like, I'll say y'all and then he'll say, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyway, that was my, that was my recommendation. You guys, we are at stay of Homekins on Instagram at stay of Homekins on Twitter as well. Um, keep those emails at stay of Homekins at gmail.com pouring in. I've read every single one and I've shared them with Paul as well. Um, I'm sort of like the front line. She's the filter. So I, I, I don't get it. Filter. She filters in all the hate mail. Paul, I hate you. Which is funny because none of it's really directed at you. <laughs> Um, I'm a man. <laughs> we uh, we have uh, we've done a slight tweak to the angle of our podcast. We are the after dinner 
date night. Yes, Hollywood we've, ta- we've removed all uh, pandemic and coronavirus and it's quarantine. Still going on. We just references from our uh, graphics. We just want to evolve. Yeah, well, things are starting to open up, and it's like let's, where we live. Yes, yeah, where we live, and, and in a lot of places. So let's let's concentrate on that, and less on. Uh, what Let's happened talk before? Talk about the conversation. Let's keep the conversation Let's keep going, the conversation guys. Going, guys. I mean, we're here. We're here. Stay Get used to it. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Get, Get used, used to, to it. it. <laughs> All so right. Stay we'll be back. Stay safe. safe stay stay sane, sane and stay strong. strong.